In episode 31, I said that a disciple means so much more than just being some kind of a student or a pupil. Well, rabbi means so much more than just being a teacher. What do you think rabbi means? Do you have a definition beyond teacher? Today, I hope to share something with you about what rabbi means that hopefully will expand your understanding of a lot of verses in the New Testament whenever Jesus is working with his disciples and interacting with them and some of the different verses that we all, many of us know by heart, but don't completely understand. Maybe this can give a little bit more light onto all of this and hopefully encourage all of us to grow more closely to the Lord in our relationship with him. Howdy, welcome to God's Adopted. I'm here to help encourage you to grow in faith through stories, teaching, and practical examples so you can experience more of God in and through your life. When we get born again, He adopts us. This podcast is here to encourage us all to grow in becoming the children of God He's adopted us to become. Join me and learn to do like Peter did. Let's get out of the boat and step on the water with Jesus. In episode 31, I talked about the word disciple, and how a more clear understanding of it might be to think of it in terms of of theater, of all things, and how that a disciple, if I was going to try and give you a definition or explanation of what it means to be a disciple, in theater, I would use the word understudy. And an understudy is someone who can completely take the place of a lead actor or actress if, the, if it's needed so that a show could be presented. Sometimes whenever there's a show, the lead actor or actress is unable to make it, and so the understudy has to take their spot. If you were going to watch the show, you wouldn't know a difference because an understudy in every way in what they do and what they say and how they look and how they present themselves, how they interact with others, everything about it is exactly what the lead actor or actress would have done. Sure, there's going to be some difference because it's a different person, but I, I think you understand what I mean by they, the person is still taking on the same role and the same dialogue and everything that has to happen for a story to be accomplished. Well, a disciple of Jesus will be Jesus, if that makes sense. I hope that makes some sense. So when Jesus would call someone to follow him, he was saying for them to be his disciple. And what that meant in his day and age was that everything about that person's life was going to change from whatever their career was going to be or anything else. It was going to now become whatever the rabbi was calling them to. And so if a rabbi said, follow me, the rabbi was saying, I want you to change everything about your life to now become the way that I have life. And if you learn from the rabbi fully as his disciple, then everything about your life would become everything about what the rabbi's life was about. So the way that the rabbi handled situations, dealt with people and others and the disciples, all of that would be based on what the rabbi was teaching, but it wasn't just words or some kind of memorization. 
but it was everything about life which included those things. So what does rabbi mean? In my own culture and growing up in Christianity and learning more about the Bible and what God's Word says, most often I would believe, and I've, I've thought of rabbi as being teacher. But actually, <laughs> the word rabbi in Hebrew means my master. When I first found this out, it actually it actually opened up some verses of the Bible to me in a way that I, I hadn't seen before, and I hope that it does that for you too. So now, whenever you read the Scriptures and the Gospels, and you see verses where Jesus says, and now, now I give you this command, well, a teacher giving a student a command in my Western thinking doesn't really, it doesn't completely make sense. It's like a teacher gives rules or a teacher tells you something that you have to do, but that's not the same. It's a student and a teacher. In my mind, in my Western mind, that is not the same thing as a master and a servant. And the relationship between the rabbi and his disciples was more of a master and a servant relationship rather than a student, because the disciples Everything about their life was about the rabbi's life, as it should be. It was supposed to be. It was understood. And because it was understood, as we start seeing that more and more through the New Testament, and we have some translations going on, we lost some of the meaning and understanding of those things. Now, was there and has there always been enough there for us to understand, to follow Jesus? is to understand and learn more about his ways and apply what he says in our lives so that we can understand him more and grow? Absolutely. But now as I look at it even further and see that rabbi means my master, some of these other verses make more sense to me now. So now when I see verses in the Bible where Jesus is telling somebody to follow me, and they leave everything, like some of the first disciples, they were fishermen, and Jesus says, follow me, and they left their boats. <laughs> they stopped fishing, and Jesus said, you know, I'm going to make you fishers of men, like in Luke 5, 9 through 11. What about like in Mark 9, verse 35, where Jesus says, and he sat down, and he called the 12, and he said to them, if anyone wants to be first, he must be last of all and servant of all, talking about the idea of servants and servitude makes more sense if you're thinking in terms of a master and servants or a rabbi and his disciples, not just, not just a teacher and students, but a rabbi and his disciples. Or for example, in John 12, 25 and 26, it says this, that he who loves his life loses it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it to everlasting life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me, and where I am, there will my servant also be. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Here again, we're 
Jesus is talking a relationship that is a servant and a master, it makes more sense if it's not just a teacher and a student. It was rabbi and disciples. It was deeper relationship than just a student. Or in John 13, 34 and 35, Jesus says, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you, you also must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. A new commandment. A commandment is something you give to someone who has to obey, who's supposed to be obeying you, not just a teacher-student relationship, though. How about John 14, 15? If you love me, you will keep my commandments. This is talking relationship. It's deeper than just someone who's taking notes and studying something. In John 15, 20, it says this, Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. Interesting, he's talking about a servant and master, rabbi and disciples. Now, we know that God, through Jesus, doesn't just call us to be disciples, but also as God's children. And in Galatians 4, verse 1 and 2, it says this, But I say that so long as the heir is a child, he is no different from a slave, though he is Lord of all, but is under guardians and stewards until the day appointed by the Father. Other words, even as children, we have to learn and we have to grow and we need, we need someone to give us direction and clarity. And the Bible talks about that maturing taking place in the context of having some who are less mature, who are more children, and those who are growing up who are more mature, who are older children, if you will, but all of us are disciples, and here again, with Jesus as our rabbi, our Lord, our master. So where do I, where do I go with all of this? I, I want to encourage you to consider that as Jesus calls you to be his disciple, that it means much more than, than simply being a good student. It, it involves everything about our life. Jesus talks a lot of times through the Gospels about whoever follows me must hate his life or he must love the Lord more than anybody else, more than anything else. Whoever loves his life will lose it. It says in some verses, what is he talking about? He's talking about life following after him and going his way can't can't be compared to life living after whatever the world says we're supposed to do. Ultimately, the question is, is do we want to follow Jesus or do we want to follow other? Other being anything else other than Jesus or God's way. And so if you if you are going to compare 
you know, if you love Jesus compared to loving anything else, the only word that would be fitting of the comparison would be hate, because there can't be, there's no contest. I love God. And if I'm, if I'm going to be, if I have to compare the love I have for God to loving anything else, there is no comparison, no contest. And so the word hate is the only word that I could use because actually I can't compare that to anything else. I really want to encourage you to just consider praying about your relationship with the Lord and where it's at and how it's been. Is the Lord calling you into a deeper relationship with him? Are there things in your life that you know that the Lord's been calling you in a way to say, okay, I want you to let go of that thing and come after my way. And if there is, I pray that the Lord would help you with that. And I'm going to close this by, by a prayer along those lines. Father, I pray for myself and my brother and sister who might be listening to this episode. And, and Jesus, we want to call you rabbi. <laughs> we know that you call us to follow you to be your disciples, and we give you permission as Lord. We thank you for being our Savior, and as Lord, we give you permission to guide us in any way that you choose to. We want to go your way. We pray that you'd make your way clear for us, and if there's anything you want us to change or do differently, I pray that you'd make those things clear to us and help us in going further and deeper in our relationships with you and learning to love each other the way that you love us. And we thank you and praise you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. I love seeing how our real living God is working in and through our real living lives in this real world. Please subscribe to this podcast and keep listening. If you've been blessed or encouraged in some way and want to leave a review, please do that by writing your review on iTunes. If you haven't already, please drop in and say howdy in our Facebook group when you can. See you next time on The Water with Jesus.